Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. You already know, my name's Ian Warner, and I am your host. And today, we're going to be talking about how I use habits to become an Olympian. Now, just giving you guys a little bit of backstory. Um, I made the 2012 Olympic team, and I did that while I was junior at Iowa State, which is crazy. Like, um, I never, like... In my, in my wildest dreams going into college, I never would have guessed that uh, I would have made the Olympic team while I was in college. Like, I figured that was something that would have happened, you know, while I was done school. Um, but just the way it worked out, um, I had a legit season in 2012. Like, I, like, like through the NCAA, I did really well. I, I was an All-American that year. So then I just carried it into that offseason from the NCAA and ran a couple more meets, ran Canadian Nationals, ended up making the team. And... You know, that whole summer was, was just crazy. Like, I was in Germany, Monaco, uh, Mexico, uh, obviously London. Um, and it, it was just a, a once-in-a-lifetime journey. Um, built some amazing friendships. But I, I want to dive into the habits only because, so I would say in high school, I, you know, just going even further back in my story, the way I got into habits was breaking my legs, but breaking my leg right before I got into high school. So my parents used that to uh, develop some basic health habits, like, you know, taking vitamins, sleeping, eating healthy. And from that, uh, you know, showing up to practice every day, putting in the work at practice every day. That is a big, that's a big deal in high school. Like getting a high school kid to show up to practice and put in the work every single day is is easier said than done. Like I think a lot of pe- people show up um, and they show up for like the social aspects and they show up for the status and that type of stuff. But like to actually show up and be like, no, like I am dead serious about this thing and putting in the work is a whole different ballgame. So I developed those habits. That's how I got a scholarship. Now I'm at Iowa State. Here's the problem. When you elevate to this next level now in the NCAA, everyone was really good in high school. That's why they're in the NCAA. So now everyone is used to showing up and putting in work at practice. There's tons of people that have scholarships. Like those things are like common. So when you're looking for that thing that differentiates, uh, it, it's very difficult to, to kind of find that. And what happened my first two years, I, I get there, I'm, I'm, you know, highly recruited. And it's like, man, I'm just hurt, getting injured, getting injured, getting injured. And what it made me do was step back and say, okay, what is like the difference between the people who are really good and the people who are who don't have it? And I think this is what I, I really want you to take away from this is that in itself, like it's not one of the habits I'm really focusing on for this podcast, but that in itself is a habit to be able to stop what you're doing and look at the successful and look at the failures and say, okay, no matter what field you're in, you want to be an actor, you want to be a musician, you want to paint, you you want to be a good lawyer, it doesn't matter. Look to the people who are successful. And everyone has their own little quirks, right? Like you can't just take everything someone does and say that's what makes them successful. But when you look across the board and you talk with enough people, you'll start to see commonalities. You'll start to see, wait a minute, every single successful lawyer said they did this thing. They they, every single successful lawyer would seem to end their case this way or would seem to study a case this way. So maybe I should do that too. And it's being able to humble yourself too and realize that other people might know a little bit more than you. And when I did that throughout the NCAA, I noticed some really big things. Um, there were a lot of athletes that 
had their confidence shaken. Like they came from high school, they wanted to do really well. Something happened to them, whether it's injury, really bad performance, and their confidence was shot. So I had to come up with something for that. Um, I had to come up with uh, a plan for also staying healthy. Because when I looked throughout the NCAA, I saw a lot of people working hard. People were going to practice. They're grinding. Everybody thought they were going to be champions. Everyone thought it was going to be their year. It didn't happen. And one of the biggest things I noticed was key injuries happening just at the wrong times. And uh, if you could avoid those injuries, then you'd be able to keep training. If you're able to keep training, you're able to keep getting better. You're able to keep building your confidence. And then um, you're able to perform when it counts. So the three habits that I really relied on were getting up early in the morning to get to the weight room. The second one was developing habits to keep specifically my own injuries healthy. And the third was visualization. And I'm going to go through each one of these and why they were what led to my success. And this is the thing. A lot of times when I talk to people about this, I think people want these like crazy answers. Like habits are usually just normal things. Like they're not anything special. Like you don't watch someone with good habits and and just be like, wow, I'm in awe of this person who's able to read a book every day for 20 minutes. It's not amazing in the day to day. It's amazing when you look at it over three years. When you're like, wow, you've read every single day for 20 minutes for the last three years. Yes, that's impressive. And it adds up and it becomes something. It's a small building block in a much bigger picture. So going through these habits, the morning, the first, the, the reason that the, the morning kicked it off. And again, this is why I, with Habit Stacker, the system starts off with the morning. You're going to stack everything up in the morning. And the reason this worked in college was because, again, you get up in the morning and it just creates space in your day. Like if you're getting up late, you're rushing and it makes your day feel shorter. But because I would get up so early, I had to be in the weight room for 4.30. So I'm getting up super early to eat breakfast, get to the weight room. And it's like I put in like crazy intense workouts. And this was a separator because I was training. I was the only one that did this. And it did two things for me. It put me with a kid on the team who was um, – he used to be on the track team at Iowa State, but he had – graduated but he still was training and when I was training with him in the morning and doing this here's what was crazy about it this kid was stronger than me so he was like I was faster than him but he was stronger than me so he really pushed me every single day in the weight room and helped me to get better so I'm in the weight room with this guy it's 4 30 in the morning bam we come in there we put in that work and all of a sudden we're done you know about 5 36 we're finishing up and I got class at eight so now I'm able to take a nap. So I put in my work, I'm able to nap, recover, eat, and start getting ready for my track practice that's going to be at the end of um, my classes, like around like 2 o'clock-ish. But already the confidence I built, because I would already gotten up, I put in the work that other people weren't able to put in because they're going to train later. So by me separating myself and going in the morning, I was able to work one-on-one with a coach and I was able to work one-on-one with someone who's better than me. And that pushed me to get better. Now, moving to number two, the, the, the health habits. These are the ones that I think are specialized to, were specialized to me. And 
it's what I needed to stay healthy. So it was like little things like one, doing glue ham raises. I realized that when I stopped doing glue ham raises, I started to have hamstring issues and started to have back problems. The second thing was doing glute bridges. That helped to build my, obviously my glute muscles. And that also helped to keep a healthy posterior chain. Um, but then after that, going into the weight room now, anyone like my, my trainer at Iowa State loved me because I was in there every single day. I always was working on my body and working, whether it was just something basic like foam rolling, getting a massage, doing grassing technique. I, w- I lived and breathed whatever it took to take care of myself in order to make sure I stayed healthy because I knew that that was the weak link. If you can figure out what the weak link is, like the habit that when people get that one wrong, they just seem to break and it like makes them quit. It, like injuries were driving out athletes sprinters in droves and they always will be because they break people mentally like when you keep getting hurt over and over again you can only take so much of it before you just finally back down third point visualization i I had to put this one in because what i realized again coming back to that confidence is i think confidence comes from putting in the work for sure but i also saw kids who were putting in the work they were working hard they were doing all the things right but they still didn't believe and i think visualization helps you to see it before it happens like because it just becomes common to you. And it's really easy with sports. Like it's a little bit harder to do this when you're thinking about business and stuff, but it still applies. Whatever that thing you want to accomplish is, you have to see it and then line that up. You have to see it. So as you're working, you're seeing it, you're seeing it, you're seeing it, you're seeing it. And then when you actually get into that race, you get into that, that exact situation, it's just an automatic for you. And those are the three things. Like, So I think for you, what you have to do is figure out what are the key areas when you look at the commonalities that help people to move forward, but then also find some that are the key things. And when people get those things wrong, 